manifest your life. Shift your mind. Please. And raise the consciousness type of shift. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Mia, and you can consider us your spiritual girlfriends for the next hour. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girl. So, okay. This is part two of last week's episode where we talked about love, relationships, and spirituality. And um, it's safe to say we got a little raw and vulnerable. We told a little bit of our business, vulnerable, told a little bit of our business, Um, but but just really honest about, you know, how we felt and where we are in our journey. Um, we talked about uh, self-betrayal in relationships because we got to hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. Toxic relationships, we talked about sex. Right you right and me. <laughs> Let's talk about... Oh, and right how relationships can be the impetus for your spiritual awakening in your journey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so today, man, part two is going to be... Because a lot has happened. <laughs> it's, it's very real out here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> over on this end but today we're going to take a further step and talk about healing from relationships forgiveness and honestly what's going to happen next so last time when we started i think we asked each other actually yes what went wrong in our past relationships or marriage because both me and i are have completed uh, marriage number two but again we are in a very wonderful happy full just amazing space um mm-hmm. and so i want to start with where we are today so number one i'm gonna ask you this mia uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> ask you. so do you believe you are ready for a new relationship <sighs> okay <clears throat> um yes i mean but when i tell you yes i mean like it just happened like on July 11th. I, I'm not joking. I was sitting in, in my in my in my lovely living room, where we are now, relaxing. And I, we were. I think I was prepping for the last uh, episode, and something just hit me. I started hearing India Irie's song "I Am Ready for Love" in my in my head, and I started tearing up. And I and I wrote it down because I'm telling y'all the power of journaling. You got to do this for yourself. I told you she writes everything. <laughs> I wrote it down, the time and date. I said and I said I am ready for love, and it said and it happened just like that. So yes, I am today, and that's very very recent. Not that I wasn't necessarily ready. I just felt like I had more things I needed to do before I was at the point to bring somebody else in. But yeah. and she that's really. Important, I think a lot of people will hop into relationships when they're not really ready. To be in a new relationship, mm-hmm. <coughs> no names, but <laughs> um, a lot of people do that because she they tells want on herself. Avoid, I mean, not me. I'm not gonna say is it who the person is, but a lot of people will jump in from one relationship to the next because that's kind of their way of avoiding facing themselves. Um, I will say that I am ready for a new relationship, but not. I'm ready, but I don't think now is the time. I think maybe now is the time to kind of enjoy. Interesting. Enjoy okay. I didn't. I, so I didn't think of it like. I'm definitely ready. I'm ready. Is the, time. the time is the time. I don't know when the time is. I just know I'm ready for yeah. whatever. You know. I just think now the time. The timing is not right. I got but you. I am ready. I am ready. Um, but I do believe that. Whoever. Whomever. Who is. Whomever this I meet, you know, it will be um, an adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number two. All right, so you said yes, you are ready for a new relationship. What do you want? Ooh, honey, yes. What do you want from a relationship <coughs> today? Mm-hmm. Okay, now this sounds crazy. Okay, so I, there's, I, I, I have pages and pages of what I what I desire in a relationship, but if I could sum it up with one thing, is I want the freedom to be me in a relationship. Yes. If I could just put it in one nice little buck box, that that yes. that would be it. I agree. I second that. I just I second that in my okay sorry. <laughs> so I the it's um it's oof 
it's something about being able to be in a relationship and just be me in, in any and every moment and not feel like I have to put on a different hat or be a different person or that I have to spill, fill space or I'm responsible for somebody else's happiness. No, I just, just to be me. And girl, that, that that's about it. Yeah, I'm pretty simple in that way too. Um, I just had to, well, you already know because I shared with you the conversation in detail. But I actually had that conversation with um, a person that I am seeing, uh, a special friend. <laughs> girl, you sound like somebody's auntie. A special no, Mr. Charlie's my special friend. Girl, go on. Somebody. Special male friend, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> Say hi, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> but um, I had that conversation with him today. I'm in a space right now where I have spent a good majority of my life compromising who I am, mm-hmm. um, trying to fit into what they want me to be, and it's now the focus is on me and my happiness. So what I want from a relationship today is just understanding to allow me to be me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about freedom earlier. Too. Freedom. Freedom. So yeah, freedom. Mm-hmm. So, now that we have freedom, let's talk well, about healing. Okay. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Healing after relationships. So we are, I say it all the time, we are spiritual beings having a human existence. And sometimes relationships that we want to work don't work. And that is okay because there's always something that we can learn from these relationships. So the, the question, or I guess the discussion now on the table is how to heal after relationships. How do you let go? How do you cut cords? <sighs> um, okay, so I, I, I used to employ this practice in breaking up. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but this is what would happen. I probably, by the time I got the nerve to to cut the relationship off, I probably have mentally and emotionally been gone for months, right? So by the time I got to the point where I was able to express that it's over, it it was a little different. I had been living with it for a little while. So that's probably not a, a great way to deal with it, but that's what I have done in the past. And that's not fair to the person you're with right. at all. Like, seriously. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Um, but, but I think that, you know, when you make a grown decision and a decision that's best for you, that, okay, it's time for me to let this relationship go, yep. how you let go is knowing that you're doing the right thing for you. And, it, it like, and knowing that it might, this shit going to hurt a little while. This is going to sting. This, this is going to sting. What about you? I agree. <laughs> which is so funny and very timely so um, you know and it's it's hard and I think now I'm at a different place in my maturity where I have an understanding that not all relationships are meant to be forever forever and though they're not meant doesn't mean that there's not something that you can get from it that you can take with you for the rest of your, your life Mm-hmm. And there are lessons yes. to be learned. Yes. Um, letting go, like for me, if it's a toxic relationship, I know letting go is hard because it became my security blanket. Mm-hmm. Letting go, if it's good, is even harder because it's a really good relationship and you've grown from it. Maybe the intimacy or the sex is good. And having to let go can oftentimes be hard. But now I've come into a space where I have grown to love a person enough to let them go and coming from that space has helped me to have the maturity to not be hurt to cut those cords so one thing i heard that i I really think we need to emphasize is um understanding that even though a relationship is not a forever relationship that doesn't mean that the effects of that relationship can't last well can't last forever and that goes for both something that is high vibrational and low vibrational Mm -hmm. so we want to heal from those things that are we would consider negative from the relationship but also take the the lessons that came out of that is for real lessons Mm -hmm. and just know like when you let go 
your emotions are valid. Whatever you feel, feel the feel. Feel it. Like just let let it out. Just let let the mm, oof. Just let that out. And then I gotta tell y'all something else. Y'all need to make amends with the fact that you might be the villain in someone else's story. It's true. <laughs> you heard me. It's true. <laughs> you heard, what you said what you said. I, I said what I said. You you might have to like. No matter what your intention was, when people's perception of whatever happened in a relationship, their stories are different. Sometimes people honestly aren't lying. That's just how they took the relationship. Mm-hmm. And you might be the bad person. Yeah. And just know, again, the, the grow from that. We just got to keep growing. Yeah. And I think the I think the biggest thing, especially if you are the person that who was the toxic person, is to acknowledge it. Yes. Because I think acknowledging it begins the healing process. And I think all too often when we jump from relationship to relationship, I don't say any names. I don't know who you're talking about. When we jump from relationship to relationship, we don't give ourselves an opportunity or a chance to even heal or to come face to face with the with our own shit, with the shit that we did. Mm-hmm. So we hop into the next relationship, not dealing with the baggage and the shit that we had from the previous relationship, but then we bring all of that stuff into the next relationship. It just doesn't go away. No, it doesn't go away. Um, so one thing I can say though, in terms of like cutting cords and being able to let go, mm-hmm. like we talked about rituals a couple of weeks ago, yep. um, full moon ritual of, you know, writing down what it is that you want to release, mm-hmm. um, uh, during a full moon, lighting it on fire, affirming yourself, reading it aloud, you know, what? and I should tell people, um, when you when you're doing rituals, it's always nice to repeat things three times. It's yes. just magic in in the power of three. But um, there's that, and then also um, uh, just you know, kind of meditating for people who you know who enjoy meditating or into their practice. Just imagine there's like a cord between you and this person, and you mm-hmm. literally cutting the cord. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that are that will make the letting go tangible for yeah. you. Because sometimes you just need the actual practice of, like, I need to do something that's going to help me let this go. I need to release it. Sometimes those are some ways to do it. that obsidian arrowhead to mm-hmm. cut those cords, like, Ooh. spiritually. But what about some heart chakra healing with crystals? That's true, too. Like, what, like what would, you know what I mean? I, look, I'm like, I'm, I'm for the crystal healing. Yeah, so heart chakra healing... I would say that I actually got to a place where I was able to heal that space without um, using crystals. But there are several things that you can do for heart chakra healing. I mean, you can, of course, you can use crystals. Duh. Um, <laughs> but you can use essential oils. I think sandalwood and jasmine is a good one. Um, you can use chakra colored foods. You can Re- Reiki. Reiki, yoga, crystal healing. <laughs> Me. Let's do some energy light work. Energy light work. <clears throat> Mia. <laughs> um, you can do sound therapy with the bowls, meditation, mm-hmm. natural healing. I think the biggest thing is the commitment, the acknowledgement of it, and the commitment to like anything that you put your energy in is working. Just know that. So if you're putting your energy into healing, whatever format works for you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll work it out. So now let's say you're you're healing yourself, and then part of that healing process is forgiveness. Okay, and so, you know, everyone always says, and I say this all the time to people because the truth of it is so real that, you know, the forgiveness is more for you than it is for the person that you are forgiving. Um, again, that's just carrying around that way. Just, you know, talking about that bag lady syndrome. Like, not forgiving that person also means you're kind of holding on to, to your to your faults too and you're not forgiving yourself right. when you when you forgive it isn't you're not absolving and saying what you did was, was um saying that what the person did was right you're not absolving them what you're just saying is the healed part of me sees the hurt part of you and i forgive you mm-hmm. period point like hurt people hurt people yep i was just about to say that so if some, you know what I mean? It's just know that that's where it's coming from. And then, so that allows you to let it go because it's not of you. It's not a part of you. That just, that doesn't, the whatever it is that someone did to um, 
hurt you, either intentionally or unintentionally, the forgiveness is up to you because that's part of your healing. Yeah. What you think? Has it been difficult for you to forgive? Honestly? Yeah. I mean, of course. We have we have the ego. We have our pride that we don't want to let go because if we quote unquote give in to the person and forgive them, then it almost appears that we're the weaker person. But in reality, it's the other way around. So one of the things, so why I believe forgiveness is important to healing. So think of a vase. Think of dropping the vase. And think of putting that broken vase together without any glue holding it together. Mm -hmm. The vase is no longer a vase. It can't be its complete self. Mm -hmm. But super glue is what is forgiveness. Mm, come on. Once you allow That's forgiveness. That's a word. Right. So once you allow yourself to forgive, you are taking those those broken pieces of yourself, mending them together. Yes. yes it's not going to be the same. But you become a new. It's mosaic and it's beautiful. Right. You become <laughs> a new being. You, you become a new creature. You become a new thing and so I, that's the reason why I think forgiveness is important because forgiveness allows and this is my opinion forgiveness allows you to be complete and to be whole I love that I love 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 that I think one of the biggest things is um, the for, for forgiveness for others but the hard part for me has always been forgiving myself Ooh, child. That just happened recently for me, maybe in the last that, couple years. Yes, no, that's 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 it's like hard. that's uber new. Right. Like just being able to forgive yourself because again, that takes an acknowledgement right. that I did some fucked up shit that I need to forgive myself for. And it goes back to self because <laughs> a lot of times we put other people's happiness mm. <laughs> put other people's happiness before their own, you know, before our own. Mm -hmm. And it's the same, you know, we we, it's hard for us to forgive ourselves, mm -hmm. but we will forgive other people for, you know, we'll forgive our men for cheating, we'll forgive our uncles for doing something inappropriate, but when it comes time for us to forgive ourselves, selves, ourselves, we avoid it, we run from it. Man, we do a runner man away from it. <laughs> mm -mm. Let me watch a rabbit away from that uh, forgiveness of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm dating myself. But yes, um, you know, forgiveness is extremely important um, my take is that it just makes you whole if you allow yourself and it is a process it, you can't just wake up one day and say okay I'm gonna forgive my dad or I'm gonna forgive my brother it takes time see I I think see I think and also I think there's a difference between letting something go and forgiving True. So, like, yeah. you can let something go very, very right. quickly. Like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm yeah. just gonna let this go. But the the forgiveness where you're allowing space for someone who hurt you right. to heal no, and giving true. compassion, yeah. that is another. Like when I, when I say when like people is, like talk about how that's so helpful for you, that's a real thing. That's just a whole yeah. nother level of ascension for yourself. Right. I feel that. Because sometimes, I mean, I, this is one of the, and maybe it is in the 40s, a lot of wonderful, amazing thing happens, happens when you're in your 40s, but I just, I pick and choose my battles. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give my energy to this, so that is something I'm going to let go. Mm -hmm. But if there is something that is meaningful to me, and something is said, and it hurts me, then that's where I allow forgiveness to come in. Yep. So I like that, I like that, um, I like that contrast and comparison. So, but think so now we're in forgiving. So now we're getting to a space where we can get into healthy relationships. Yes. Let's move up this ladder. <laughs> Not sure if I'm the best person to, <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> my relationship is complex, but not much longer. Okay, so what does a healthy relationship look like? Shit, hell if I know. <laughs> No, <laughs> I would say this. Um, we know what it's not. Right, I, I can write you a quick dissertation on what is not. not. But I'll say I'm just now, um, within the last year or two, getting in a really good, healthy relationship with myself. Yeah. So I know. Um, yeah, it always like so. I'm I'm really excited to see 
like me full self in a relationship because i feel so i think a healthy relationship is two people who are full yes like a whole all by themselves then they come together and it's just like yes you you complete me no i ain't for that bullshit Mm -mm. no i'm good i am complete and whole and i want you to be complete and whole and i want you to have gone through some things we were telling this earlier like the most beautiful people i know are some people who have a past like that you've been through some things you're showing your resilience you got a couple of war wounds some scars like those are the most beautiful people because they're still here and if they and if they have allowed their heart to grow and evolve and not be changed and and hardened those are some of the most beautiful people ever so i i i i, I want someone to have gone through a journey because that means you've, do you know what I mean? Like if you've, when you've gone through a journey, you've, that means you've come back and you've been able to heal. Somebody who's going through the process of healing themselves and it's, and it's just like aware of the fact that I'm growing and evolving. That's that's some dopeness right there. Mm-hmm. You so know. For me, I think a healthy relationship is that, um, and just I guess to pull out maybe some specific pieces, <laughs> is also going to be honest. And it's mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. trustworthy, and it's going to be open and mm. um, free. Because I think when you're in a relationship and the person doesn't allow you to be who you are, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not healthy. Mm-hmm. Because you are compromising yourself. And this was a conversation I just told me about. <laughs> But but no, when you said when someone is, you said when someone is not allowing you to be. See, the the real growth is when you realize that I don't. You know what I mean? Like the power, power, right? Like so, I'm something about this person is 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 triggering me where I'm making a decision to be less than what I am. Like that's a whole word. Like what? When you think about it, yes, we made the decision Mm -hmm. to allow somebody to treat us that way and stay. In the discussion, <laughs> because we allow people, like we give them the power over ourselves, and that's something that I learned in my unhealthy relationship. Um, but healthy, I also think, you know, requires really great communication, and not the type of communication where you feel like, you know, you're trying to Michael Tyson the other one in the cheek, and he's trying to, you know, get get a lower jab. And, you know, I just feel like you should be able. A healthy relationship requires mature communication, mm-hmm. understanding, and just unconditional love. So I mean, like, so I would say, I I don't believe that being in a healthy loving relationship requires you to ever abandon yourself in the yeah. process. Yep. I feel like I mean, love is where you where we go to become more of who Ooh, we are, yeah. not less. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and know that we're not made to do this alone. So we are meant to do this and, you know, in partnership with someone or someones or however it is that, you know, that works for you. But love is about growing in yourself. Yeah. hmm I love that. So let's talk about the box of monogamy and the nuclear family goal. And I, you know, I recently <laughs> saw something about polyamory and so mm-hmm. that's something i would like to discuss too okay so let's think about this so i think the only reason i, I think okay reason i think it's it's important is because what this is really to me about is the fact that you have the ability to design your relationship yeah. with whatever makes you feel whole and yeah. full and you're in agreement in concert with whomever it is that you are with if that's more than one person or not so what i would what i think with the thing with monogamy is that people who are not um, uh, intuitively monogamous, who they have no desire to be that, but they feel like they have to be in order to be in relationship. Mm-hmm. So they lie to the people that they're with and they never get to be them for themselves. And the person they're with is upset because, like, you know, we're supposed to be this and we're supposed to be this because they said that that's what we're supposed to be. But at the end of the day, if that's not what those people, those two, three, four, whatever it is people want, yeah. I think that's where we harm ourselves and trying to be something just because, of, you know, for somebody else's sake. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, <laughs> I like monogamy. <laughs> Look, I'm like, per, per, for, as for myself, I prefer monogamy. But the point is, it's not because 
I'm trying to fit in a box. It's just that I feel I, I like the idea of being with one person and allowing myself to be free with that person, which gets to another level of vulnerability, a.k.a. nastiness. <laughs> because I was trying to figure out like I was trying to come to a middle ground like okay this relationship is clearly not working what we have is not really working you're not really happy I'm not satisfied I'm not sad you know it just maybe we need to open it up so that if there is someone and that's another thing too like I've been cheated on in my previous relationship so I always felt like Okay, well, if we kind of have the agreement where if, if it's open and you decide to see someone, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get upset about it because we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would prefer things So it was be, the deceit more than the act. Yes. Interesting. I would prefer okay. to just be in the loop and then no, not know. have to find out. Because <laughs> if I find out, I'm going to Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, I, would, I would rather deal with the I pain got you. I got you. of being honest mm-hmm. than deal with the pain of being lied to. That's just me. So I no, I do, I do, I do appreciate the the upfrontness. Okay, so y'all know who she sounds like. She sounds like Jada. Mm. We gonna get on entanglements, but continue. Mm. <laughs> entanglements. Um. So, so, so you considered it? Did it happen? Did it work? Did you like? I mean, so we. You can't leave us out here like this. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, you said entanglement. You said Jada. Right. So. We did try to invite someone into our our relationship. It was someone that he was attracted to. And I think he was too geeked about (laughs) (laughs) that it just threw everything out the window. You're like, look, okay, I'm like, okay, I feel you. You're like, dude, I need you to be a little bit more player with this. Like, now I'm looking at you sideways. Like, wait, you're doing too much. And it's like, you know, let me get to know this person. Let's get to know her. Let's. Spend some time with her, not like, oh my gosh, it's the last time I'm gonna ever have a second time. Don't about to do everything, right? Yes, Lord. Yeah, I was like, a kid that just got off punishment right. and stay on punishment. Right. Be like, Whew. when will I get a chance to elevate uh, this again? Oh my god, it didn't work. I mean, one, it wasn't organic. I, the, the, again, I talked about compromising myself. I am more of a monogamous person, so. I think, so I think that, okay. This sangria, I'm sorry. <laughs> this sangria that she bought, she buys the best wine. I'm over here sipping. Like, I hope what I'm saying makes sense. This sangria it's, is good. It's making great sense. It's good. Um, I think that. I, I understand the concept of inviting people into your relationship if you want to keep it. Uh, there's a certain level of variety. I, I get the concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I get the concept. The thing is, you know, I'm always telling people, you got to think this thing out. You do. Okay, so after that happens, okay, now you didn't open up the box. Are you prepared to keep going right. into that box right. and getting deeper and deeper? Or are you like, no, this is where I'm going to stop? I think it's, it takes a very... A, a, a super good communication plan and strategy. <laughs> like, if this is this a one time thing, and then what if I say, no, I'll do it as a one time thing, and then I'm the one to end up liking it? Right. And then you're out there on the streets. She's out there on the streets because now I'm all excited. I'm like, ooh, for real. So I just think it, the, the truth is, it's, a, it's all a matter of being honest. I'm telling you that there are people who are very happy in polyamorous relationships. There are people out there who, like, are just like, I love the one-on-one. Like, I don't want anybody else for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who just like, I love you forever, but every year can I, <laughs> every year can I get a seven-day pass to act a fool? <laughs> I mean, my, my point is, you can do whatever you want. Right. And, which brings us to the Jada Will situation. Entanglement. I've been in some entanglements. I still might be in an entanglement. <laughs> I've been entangled so long, I can't tell. Please. I'm going to be entangled by the entanglements. I have definitely been in some entanglements. Man. Entangled by the entanglement. Man, entangled in every which 
way up, down, side, backwards. Okay, here's my thing. And I mean, Christy and I talked about this. I did not watch the whole video. Um, I watched a, a snippet that somebody sent to me. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you why I didn't watch it. Because my thing is, these mofos been married forever up and down do you understand anybody who has been married can understand for them to still be together and you know what i mean and actually be liking however each other however they want to call however it, they want to call it call life it. partner blah blah, right. blah my i was mad that they even went on to explain this bullshit because it ain't none of our business mind your business the will and jada they have their thing they had they up and they're down we know you know <laughs> She she had an entanglement. She got her little young thing, had some fun. It was like, okay, damn, I still love my husband. He had him a couple little pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm not even looking at your yeah. face. Mm-hmm. And 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 now and and, and it's just my I think I think that I believe they had an agreement, and that's okay. Yeah, that's their business. It's not like y'all motherfuckers just uh, called Jada out. This nigga knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew I mean, of course, he was trying to make it look like he did. That, that man. Making it seem like stop. He was he knew. He, stop. And now I think his door swings both ways anyway. But that's. Entanglements, Jada right. and Will. I, but I will say this. To me, they are the epitome of a couple who um, sh- can show you how people evolve mm-hmm. and grow and then somehow find a way back to each other and what in whatever new shape or form that is that it seems like they're just open to i'm here you here sometimes we're gonna grow together and it's gonna be beautiful and sometimes we're gonna grow apart but they find their ways back to each other at the points where their life intersects and it seems to have worked for them yeah, whatever they call it like i don't i, I wouldn't let me let me t- jada you a good one i wouldn't have said no i wouldn't explain nothing yeah, that's their business. Okay, sorry, we had to sidetrack because I know everybody's wondering about the weight. But this is why I hate the internet, though. <laughs> Please tell me you have seen these memes with uh, where they took Jada Saint entanglements and they made it into whole beats and this all dance tracks. Oh, look, we never look. I'm sure, I'm sure it's never it's is reigning champion. Oh, it definitely did. Reigning champion. Reigning champion. Um, so let's say now we're, we're moving up this ladder, guys. So now you're healed, you're forgiving, and you have a vision of what your healthy relationships yeah. looks like Ooh, for you, awesome. yours, your bespoke relationship with life, whatever that looks just for you. And now you're in a place where I say, like, you know, I like to think of it as like you're moving from looking to love. To attracting love there's a difference from being out there with in the daylight with a flashlight looking for a f- <laughs> and because you are so healed and love yourself you just emit love so and now you're just attracting love on all levels i agree and at one point i admit i was looking for love Looking for the, uh, and I was saying, see, uh, see, I was singing the same thing. Uh, but I think when you're looking for love, you're not gonna find like the pure and genuine type of love, love that you're looking for. But once you get to a place where you're vibrating at a level where you have that frequency of love, you begin to attract it. It mm-hmm. just comes to you. It's just innate. People just see you, and you emit love. Ugh, it just right, right this and and then. You know, so it's that 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 vibration that you're putting out <clears throat> is so attractive. People want to just be in that space and in that vibe, and then get it to the point where we're just like, um, okay, I love myself enough to know that I'm enough. Yep. So I'm good, no matter what happens. But I'm open to love. It's different from, I you know I know I know that I'm enough and I let me go find it. It's it's like it's it, it sound and I'm not saying like you know if you go sit in your house and sit on your hands that you know that literally someone's gonna float down through your ceiling. I mean it could happen, right? And you're just like oh, but just the fact that you know if you do love yourself and you're out and you are just admitting this, there's a different level of it. You even start noticing the type of people who were attracted to you right. before. 
that aren't attracted to you because you're vibrating too high for them. It's like they can see you. It's like, oh, okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I, I can't really rock with her like that. You know, people coming to you and they're like, you changed. Yeah. Like, I hope the hell so. Right. I didn't do all this so to be saying. Mm, please. So when I was, and I don't want to say, I wasn't vibrating at a lower level, but when I, when I, like before this whole spiritual stuff, I would always attract the strangest men. I would attract the handicapped ones in the in the wheelchair. I would attract the ones with you know who can't walk. I would attract. <laughs> I'm for real. I would attract the mentally handicapped ones. Cause they and, don't want to leave. <laughs> they was attracting men that couldn't run. Like, I would attract the weirdest quality of men, and I just never understood how come I couldn't attract someone that was just like fine, yai, 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 yai. But then I also realized because I am a helper and I am all about service, and I think oh. the energy I just attracted those. That's interesting. People. Okay, so wait, put a pin in that. Do healers attract people who need healing? Yes. <laughs> What? Baby, let me tell you. If I wasn't to build a nigga, <laughs> I'm going to build a, build the bay. I mean, and I it didn't. And so all my, okay. You know, we're talking about potential, like dating potential. Like we, but ooh, hoo, hoo. It's like I can see the vision. We got the whole vision and like it can work and blah, blah. And, and we're dealing with that version of them that they aren't there yet. So healer, man, it puts a lot of pressure on people, and you have this expectation this person to be what you made up in your whole head. It sounds beautiful, but that's not who they are. You got to deal with who's in front of you. Um, but I think that like people who are natural helpers and they attract people who need the help, and that is that's that's. And that's real. And then so you always wondering why am why is it that everybody, you know, I'm with needs this or that or that is because you literally put an energy like I'm a helper. I'm a big helper. And it's like, oh, OK, well, let me. That's what you know. <laughs> Please. I don't want no more with her. <laughs> Meditating more and making sure that my vibrations are higher. I'm attracting better quality type of. Mm-hmm, that last one is fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Let's say what I said. said. What you said. All right, so let's. Okay, this is this is the discussion that we talked about, and oh my goodness, soulmates and twin flames. Okay. This <sighs> is hot and heated in this whole spiritual realm. Soulmate, he's my soulmate. She's my soulmate. He's my twin flame. Okay, there is. I feel like it's just look out. It's it's so many different uh, definitions, right. or you know, or, or the, different theories that the way that people are talking about what a twin flame is versus yeah. a soulmate. So, which one do you like? So the soulmate. So there is a woman that does energy healing on me. I've been seeing her since 2006, Noah. Hi, Noah. She's in Hawaii. She is an amazing, an amazing person. But I talked about this guy who I'm currently seeing. I was like, he's my soulmate. And she was like, Christy, we are all each other's soulmates. Mm -hmm. I hate that people think that there's just one person that's a soulmate. We are all each other's soulmates. Mm -hmm. She tells you the truth. Right. It makes complete sense. I, like, I think we're all, as, as you know, we say it again and again, we're spiritual beings living in this human existence. So our, our spiritual being that we are has had many different existences. So that soul, there's like a soul tribe. So we, we come around the same people who are attracted to our soul for a reason. That's why there is, there are no mistakes in who you meet. Everybody comes into your life for a reason. You know, it's true. Everybody comes into your life for a reason. So that time, um, so like, so Christy and I are soulmates. We've met in different lifetimes. We've come together. So like your soul tribe is always going to be around you and come to you at different times in your life. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about soulmates from in a, like from the romantic place, like from um, the normal way that people think about soulmates, um, 
I think there's there's I feel some type of way <laughs> that the conversation that we're always telling, especially women, is like you know you got to find your soul place, and it's always you got to find this person to complete right. you. No, um, we don't need anyone to, to complete, complete us, honey. So I think if honey? so, we gonna flip that and say the soulmate is someone who inspires you to oh complete God. yourself. Yeah. That's what we gonna do around here. Think, think. So. <laughs> And, and and then I think that like a, a, a soulmate in the romantic sense, like if I'm like this is my person, you know, at this person. time, I I think I think that <laughs> I honestly think that every um, every man that I've had like a, a relationship with, I've been in a relationship with, a soulmate. Like yeah. I have absolutely grown. You know, whether through hook or crook or, or in being inspired, it's happened. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot about myself through these relationships. So I definitely um, believe that. Um, I, and I still I still love the people that I've loved. Like, I, I definitely, like I said, this to Chris, said, I said, my love, honestly, is for real unconditional. And you can ask anybody that I've been with, they know that. But my presence in your life is not. Will, let's say that again for the people in the back. I said my love is unconditional, but my presence in your life is not. I Bam. can love you from afar. Like I love, Bam. I literally love every man that I've ever loved. Bam. <laughs> I can't say that though. I can't, I can't say that. I, 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 and I, if I loved him, somebody like you know, I'm talking about people like absolutely. But I don't know. I, I think the reason why I can't say this because. Oh, well, she just sounded like a Disney princess. Yeah. Your true love. Um, I think, but um, I, so I think like the soulmate is like you know when I when you asked at the beginning of this, what you know, what do you want out of a relationship? I think a soulmate is someone that allows you to be free in a relationship. Yes, and I love that so much. Oh. I mean, like what? Regardless, like. They're not trying to change you. Yes. They accept you for who you are, even your flaws. Like, my person, I love him so much that even the flaws that he has mm-hmm. are perfect. Like, they are imperfectly perfect. So it doesn't matter what he does. Regardless of it, I still look at him and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love y'all. Oh, the, okay, now who doesn't want to be loved like that? You know what I'm saying? Who does not want to oh, be loved like oh like that? I'll just it's when deep. they look at you, they just see it's just deep. love, girl. Right. Oh, deep, poor child. And I don't see like I don't see the flaws. Like I'll see them. I will visually see them, but it's not something that I take note of. And I just like even still like your knuckles are ashy. I love that. <laughs> oh my god. You. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> Sis, if you can get past some ashy knuckles, you love him. I know. I'm that's that that's person, real talk. That person is actually very, like, he's adamant. You know, he's, he's not like that. But, like, it's I know what you mean. Think, so, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it would turn me off from someone else, but with my person, anything. It's just like, oh, oh my gosh, you're so dirty, but I love, love you. you. I, oh. Oh. I love you. Oh. I love you. I am ready for love. Y'all hear me talking? I know the universe hear me talking. Okay. So, the twin flame oh thing. So this is, I had to find a way to break this down for myself. Y'all should see, she's over there having a whole moment. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I think that's more of a high-level spiritual connection. Right. Um, but I don't think it necessarily, okay, so some people think like your twin flame is like literally the mirror of you. Like this is, you are my person, they only made one of you, and you are it. But then some, I've also read um, a theory that the twin flame is like your mirror. So it's showing you who you are, but um, so for a per- for your spiritual growth to help you get closer to your purpose. And then you find your that soulmate. So I don't know. I've se- I literally have seen both. But, 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 the, but the common thread is that the, it's a super intense, almost like a home coming like when you you know what i mean with this this energy it's like it's it's super intense both of you can feel it it's like home it's it's just you know what i mean it's like i don't know why or how but this feels this is home you know um and 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 you meet them and your life completely changes 
so so and so here's the thing so i don't know if that's i can see how that could be like my life completely changes to get me on a trajectory to keep going and so thank you for this time and this space right. and i'm going go. or Bye-bye. right or my life completely changes with you going with me until you know the end right. of this time right. so i i don't know i don't but, know either and i also heard like remember i don't know the name of the movie with will smith and the white woman they were like superheroes or angels or something and whenever they got together, like, they couldn't be together. And when they got together, like, they just tore the world up. Oh. That's how twin flames are. Like, there are some relationships okay. with twin flames. Are just, it's very complex. It's very passionate. It's very aggressive. It's Ooh, just, yes. Oh, you know, just the, mm, that, that, that substance there. Okay, but, so can I just have a soulmate who has, you know, right. twin flame energy every two weeks? <laughs> Everyone that we meet are soulmates. Like mm-hmm. Those are people that we have been in relationships with in previous lifetimes. I get that. And twin flames. So I heard that twin flames are people, or they are that, that person that's supposed to teach you lessons that you need to learn. And a twin flame doesn't always have to be the opposite sex. It can be a friend. It can be a relative, a mother, a father, sister. Um, but I think a lot of people tend to think of twin flames as like the opposite sex, which it can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's this one article that I pulled up, and they have how to know when you find your twin flame. And you can't always trust these. But I thought this was interesting, and I shared with me beforehand. So one, it says you have an extremely telepathic or psychic connection, and I will say that me and my person do. I can feel him before I even see him, which is crazy. Um, two, you feel prepared for a special <laughs> connection with another person. Three, you evolve together. I can say that is true. Four, you feel a magnetic pull towards each other. I will say that is true because whenever we get too close to each other, it just... Now, I want y'all to know she's talking about the same person that she was saying earlier in the podcast that she had a conversation with about. So that is some twin flame energy. That is some fire and ice. Yes. And then five, you understand your purpose through your relationship. And I do understand my purpose in my relationship now. That is. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my thing is, okay, whatever, whatever name we want to call it. The the biggest thing is okay. You know how we are anyway. We like to we like to have titles. Titles, yes. We always go. It's like whatever you want to call it is. It the thing is like what do what do you? Does it feel good right. to you? It does does right. it feel right? And I think does there is right something to there's relationships in your life that change the trajectory of your life that change that allow you to be a version of yourself that you didn't even know existed, where the energy is palpable, where the passion, like those exist. Whatever we all want to call them, I'll, give me some. <laughs> give me Sign me up. I'm I'm here for it. Already. She ready. She ready. Look, she ready over here too. <laughs> so, Whatever we call it, right. I want some. So do you believe in one soulmate? No, because I can't. I I know I no no, because I know that I you know I have loved like I've never felt love before, and I know I still have levels to go. Mm-hmm. So that does that negate the love that I've had prior to? Nope. Right. I think we had romantic several of them. I, hey, if you lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. I, okay, guys, we just went, we just went through a lot. So I would say, um, don't abandon yourself or compromise Man. your identity for a relationship. I feel seen. <laughs> She's talking to me, guys. She's and, not talking to you. She's talking to you. <laughs> uh, get in your goddess mode. Mm. You know, yes, like that's that like shit. like that's oh, a woman who knows, accepts. And loves herself on all levels and mind, body, spirits. When you are that, when you become all that you are looking for in somebody else and you embody that, baby, it's like, like, what's up? <laughs> what you doing? I know. How you doing? <laughs> what you got? No, I believe. So, yeah, I believe in one soulmate. Um, 
So I, I don't believe that there is just one soulmate. Um, I mean, I, I do believe that we can choose because again, we do have free will in this lifetime and you can choose whether or not you want to be with one particular person doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be your soul. I mean, I guess anyone who's connected to us is our soulmate, but I don't just believe in just one. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, hmm. I, you guys, hopefully this was um, informational. I know we had a good time. We did. Probably told a little bit too much, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so we are t- down to the time where we give ourselves some temple work. Yep. So I thought about I just thought I figured this out right now, Christy. So since we're talking about how... Um, how that's what we hope we got to at some point in this that basically your spiritual journey is is um sometimes your relationships can lead you into your spiritual journey and having been in a spiritual journey how that can lead you to the greatest love that you can experience because of who you are so hopefully that's where all both of these kind of got you to but so when we're talking about self in your journals that everybody should have by now Y'all, I'm a, seriously, just write everything down. It's, it's like soul clearing. I want you to write. If, if So think about this. If you meet someone and somebody says, oh, who are you? How would you describe yourself? And I want you to answer without giving your name, mm, what good. you do for a living, your title, um, uh, the places you've been, friends, right. uh you know, I'm the second of five or whatever. None of that. How would you describe yourself? Like, who do you say that you are? And it's and it and it's more challenging than it sounds because it really makes you get to the root of you know who who. How would you describe yourself? And so that's that's the person like deep inside there. And you got to ask yourself, is that who I'm showing to the world? So journal on that. Method, I really like that because I think it allows you to describe yourself with more substance. Uh-huh. Because I think in our culture, we tend to be I am I am Christy. I you know graduated from Northwestern University. Oh, toodles. I have toodles, my toodles. master's in public health. I am you know. And we always feel like we have to right. give our resume. Right, and it's like no one really <clears> nobody. Not all superficial stuff. So this tumble work is really great mm-hmm. because. It, it basically provokes you to look at yourself just from a, a deeper lens, which is important. I think we need to get out of the whole, this is what I am on a piece of paper. No, who are you? That's all nice. That's who is who is you? Who is you? I is, I is sweet. What is it? I is kind. Kind. I is important. I is important. All right. So you all have the temple assignment. So I'm going to talk about today's featured crystal. And I love this crystal oh it looks pretty and i i mean honestly i have so many favorite crystals <laughs> i swear yeah. she said this it is my favorite, favorite. <laughs> no 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 no, no this no, one for real for real this, this time one, for real this one is so kanzai kanzai is one of my favorite favorite crystals to work with kanzai is a pink to violet form of i can't pronounce that uh, spudo-demine, spudo, spudo-mine. It's a lithium. <laughs> she went to school in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lithium aluminum silicate with the hardness of, a Mohs hardness of six to seven, and its crystal system is monoclinic. And so the spiritual properties of Kunzite is all about love, but it's not just regular love. Mm-mm, I don't want that regular degola. Hey, it is divine. <laughs> I want that d- yeah. divine. Divine love. Lord. And Kunzite opens your heart to the energies of love, self-love. That's another thing. So I started working with Kunzite to find and feel that self-love. Mm, mm, it also... Mm-hmm. Um, opens the heart to energies of interpersonal love, love for humanity, animals, plants, minerals, all that is. And mm. also this particular crystal, it's a conduit for one's heart to the vibration of divine love. And so when you think about Kunzite, think of divine love. And that's one of the crystals that I actually, I really like working with. You're going to have to make me get one of these. I've actually never worked with oh this with goodness. this stone before. Kunzite is the bomb. Uh, all right, damn. <laughs> this makes this, this sounds beautiful. But at this point, and it's just so soft. It's one of those crystals. By the way, Mia, what crystal are you wearing in your bra today? 
Um, yes. Oh, dang. What? She usually always has. Right, I do. I had, no, I had a, a citrine in. But I would carry Kunzai in my bra. Um, so Mia is actually one the one who got me wearing crystals in my bra. And so Have it close my, to your body, guys. When my person and I would be together, you'd be like, oh, okay. She there's a crystal there. No big deal. No big deal. Wait, when is that that just fell out of your lingerie? Just keep moving. Just keep moving. But if you want to give love, you carry it in your right hand, and meditate with it in your right hand, or just carry it with you on your person throughout the day, or carry it in your bra like Mia has taught me to do. Um, just make sure that you prepare your boo or your bae if they decide to <laughs> Y'all, because it is funny when you suck up your that? bra and you forget rocks. It's going to swing across. <laughs> but, and Kansai is like a very sweet and soft energy but it's very strong like it's almost like it knows its own power and that's Ooh. one of the things that you would talk about like that goddess Ooh, energy like, i was like oh i gotta right? get one that's what like, i'm talking about your mm. standing, like standing in that goddess energy and yes because like even though it's soft because as, as females we do have that soft side um and comes like has that but then also we have that ability to be able to just vibrate in that goddess energy and stand in that strength and that's also the, the type of energy that kunzite expresses at least that's for me that's for me mm. I, okay she convinced me right. like i need another stone so guess i'm well, getting <laughs> looking I like mean, i need another stone you can never have too many crystals oh i like that oh i like that okay i'm convinced so earlier today um, actually, before we did this, I just did a, a reading on Christy. Oh so gosh. before she, <laughs> so before she got here, I started kind of uh, meditating um, and just getting some messages. So part of this was actually um, for, for it's for all of us, but some of it was hitting home <laughs> with Christy. Um, so this is a channel message from our from our spiritual guides for the collective okay um again all about self self-respect self-confidence it's a re-establishment of your sense of self that you're experiencing so it's time to demonstrate to yourself who you know you are do not abandon yourself in any way and i'm repeating do not Abandon yourself in any way. This is a reestablishment of self, and it's so important. Accept all that you are feeling and face it. Have some self-compassion. However, and this is a word for somebody, this is not meant not you, but let's not take our moodiness as an excuse for emotional manipulation. That's lower vibrational. When we use what's going on with us as a way to emotionally manipulate people to do what we want them to do. So spirit wants us to be very cautious of that because then we're not, and we're not elevating the collective. We're bringing it down. Okay. Um, get to the point where you can love someone and love yourself enough to know that you are first. So we're all moving to that point. You know, so just it, but with the reestablishment of self. Oh so spirit wants us to have faith that all things will fall into divine order for all of our greatest benefits and seek guidance with I'm like call me our spiritual board of directors, your angels, your ancestors, your highest self, your the ascendant masters, your your God, whoever it is that you that is kind of t the holder, the keeper of your highest self can seek guidance and do it more uh, diligently and have more practice in it. Um, the sun will rise and shine for all of us. Know that you are never alone. We are nourishing you with all the light so you can grow in your divinity. We as a spirit, the collective. Trust the process and don't retreat. You are growing at your soul level, but stay grounded. We are reminding you who you are through your experiences okay so don't judge from don't judge your experiences learn from them you are okay you are better than okay keep doing the work 
keep visualizing what you desire, but take notice how our desires are changing. They are telling of our release of ego and our ascension to higher self. We are transforming. And they said, welcome to the transformation, baby. Said, we know the desires of your heart and your purpose here. We, you feel, if you're feeling a push and a pull, it's because you're aligning. There's a big time. It's a call for balance right now. The balance of the masculine and balance of the feminine energies that exist within us, and release any doubt that what you are experiencing isn't real. Move forward confidently. Let it be and know that God loves you. That's it. That's it. I'm <laughs> She's like, that's it. No, that was a lot. I know it was. I was like, I, I was. I was get. They were. They were. They were. They were reading me too. I was getting. I was like, that was a lot. Was that for me? So I'm like, okay, yeah. I felt that. <laughs> I hope that. I hope that resonated with you all. That was. Oh my goodness, I felt that. That was. That was a lot to unpack, but that's what we're here for. But ultimately, I mean, everything that we talk about, even this whole spirituality realm, is all about love. <laughs> ultimately, that's just, when you boil it down, it's about love. And you need to start with self-love first, and then it radiates out beyond you. It's, it's, it's look, it's like COVID, but love <laughs> extends further okay. than six feet, okay? <laughs> but there you go. Um so, Christy, you want to close us up? Wait, wait, wait. Let me do a time check. We're an hour. Y'all, yeah. we did it. We kept we this it. into an hour. Come on, close this house so we can. <laughs> I mean, there's just been so much stuff to talk about um, that hopefully you all have been okay with the time. I haven't gotten any complaints about the time. I'm, honestly, we've gotten nothing but wonderful feedback. Oh my, oh my goodness. Positive feedback. That makes me feel so good. It makes, it makes my feel, heart oh sing. My I'm so, I'm feeling so much joy because I, I, I'm a joyful servant. Yes. I say it what I said. But some, we have some joyful service, so it feels good. Let us know what you want to hear about. Yes, let us know what you want to hear about. But in the meantime, thank you for everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, honestly, I can't say thank you enough. Just for everyone who was out there. Even the males. I mean, can we give the males some love? Seriously. I did not know my brothers. I was like, like I got to help. And I was like, like, man, I learned something. Hey, we we we're just sharing our spiritual journey, what we've learned, and knowing that we, there are no experts. So we're like, you know, we're we're not calling ourselves experts. We're just sharing, like, hey, sis, this is what it was like for me. This is where I'm at. We're learning from you. I'm learning from Christy. She's learning from me. Like, it's just this journey is so freaking Life beautiful, and I'm so damn excited that I get to. <laughs> <laughs> that sound exciting, man. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel it. <sighs> but thank you all for listening to Two Queens and Crystal Things. And before we go again, please show some sisters some love by liking, subscribing, and sharing our podcast. You all have done an amazing job. We've had a hundred downloads, maybe over a hundred downloads so far, and I, I know that it's going to only grow. Um, but also be sure to follow our podcast page on Instagram, which is Two Queens Crystal Things. And then please feel free to ask us any questions on our Instagram page. You can DM us. You can respond to our posts. And honestly, if we get enough responses, we will be sure to include them in our next episode's discussion. And I've been asking, like I've been trying to pull you guys. What are some Come things on, you what you want to hear? Right. What do you want to hear? What are some things that you want to discuss? Some of you all are a little shy, and that's okay. But I will continue to pull the questions. We won't call your name out, no, not, not unless you want like, us to. Keisha said, "Hey, Keisha, twenty-four, <laughs> city we're girl." Not, we're not but yeah, we want we do want to get your input so that the stuff that we're discussing. I mean, we have a, we have a whole plethora of topics to discuss, um, but we do want to make sure that our listeners have some topics that are being discussed that they're interested in. So stay stay tuned for next week's episode, which is where we will discuss. Oh my goodness, this is <sighs> oh my goodness, uh, is this gonna go be ahead, enough? We are going to talk Ooh. about spiritual awakenings. Dun, 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 dun. 
Y'all, this is gonna be, fun, but it's gonna be so fun. And as usual, we just gonna keep it one hundred with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, the spiritual awakening is not always fun. No, it's. No, we're going to talk about both sides. You yeah, know, I like to get, I like to give the people some, you know, both sides. You yeah. you, you choose. Free will. Free will. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, next week, spiritual awakening. And if you all have any questions for us to answer for the next show, you can send them to us at info at two, and that's T-W-O, queens, and crystalthings.com. So, until next time, beautiful people. Light. Peace, love, and soul. <laughs> Wait, I don't want. I wish y'all could see the jam I just did. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. You all have a wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful week, week, light, love, and peace to you all. Bye, bye.